0: It's a creativitorium (laughs) with your host Sam Prince. That's me, where we talk everything acting, one of my favorite passion topics, and everything else in between. With very special guests, we talk film, theater, modeling, screenwriting, directing, design, behind the scenes, and so much more. So let's get crack-a-lackin'. And see what we have in store this week. And
1: action! All right, welcome, welcome, welcome
2: to the Creativatorium. And I am with the talented, amazing person. VK Lynn, how are you, Madam?
3: I'm good. I'm good. Very happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
2: Yes, thanks for joining me. I'm I'm so honored that you're here. I mean, it's not often I get to talk to a lead singer of a of a band that's touring the country.
3: Cool. Well then there you go. <laughs> here I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, and you know, <clears throat> excuse me, like you know, this my podcast is about everything you know, acting, you know, film, writing, you know, comedians, right. singers, all that stuff, you know, and it's all about creativity, which you have a lot of.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, <laughs> yeah
2: and we're um co-friends with
3: aziza
1: yes she's lovely what a sweet girl
2: yeah yeah how do you know her
3: i know aziza through a group called eve's apple that has is no longer in existence but um was around 2013 to 2016 i'm gonna say um okay all um heavy metal and hard rock singers
2: really Yep. wow and you guys are in the group together
3: yes yes aziza i believe she was she was the very last apple to come in poor thing she came in right before we were done
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) so cool that's awesome well tell my audience about vk land like how you got started and where you are now
3: Oh, gosh, how I got started. That's a very long time ago. Um, I I guess you could say I got started in musical theater. That's where it all really started out. Um, When I was 12, I was in Jesus Christ Superstar, and that kind of started it all for me. Um, Mm -mm. I thought I wanted to be an actress, and um, it became very apparent that I was actually a singer. Um, So, It was, it was very interesting. I, I made that transition um, in, in a bumpy way, <laughs> um, but I made the transition notice. Um I was a theater major in college, but um, I was the theater major with flannel and Doc Martens and a guitar. So it suddenly turned, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're spending a lot more time on this than on this. So this might be where you really belong. And of course it turned out that is actually where I belong. So that's how that yeah. all also
1: okay all right and where'd you grow up
3: birdsboro pennsylvania
1: wow okay <laughs>
3: yeah exactly you're probably saying where the heck is that exactly right. Where the heck is that um yeah. Birdsboro is one square mile the whole the whole city is one square mile making it the biggest in the whole county um <laughs> it, it, and birds it is like <laughs> Birdsboro. It, Pennsylvania Dutch country pretty much um we're about 20 minutes outside of Reading, PA and we're definitely oh, about okay. an hour outside of Philly
1: okay okay all right yeah I lived
2: in New Jersey for a while so I, I'm kind of familiar with those areas
1: yeah all right and now you live in LA yep
3: I have been here long enough to feel like I'm from LA now
1: all right you like it out there
3: out here yeah Yeah. never go back
2: yeah i hear you i hear you right i took a spring break out there last year and i don't want to leave either
1: yeah
3: yeah Yeah. once you get out for any length of time there's there's no reason to leave
2: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so now
3: you're in a band
2: called the spider accomplice And tell me about that music and how you got that started.
3: The Spider Accomplice right now is a duo. It is myself and um, a guitar player named Arno Nermisto. And we write all the songs together and he plays the guitar and I sing. And when we're acoustic, we both play the guitar. But when we're out doing the fully electrified thing, then I'm, you know, I don't want to be stuck behind a guitar. So I'm out there singing. And we started in, we met in a different band. We were in a different band. And um, when that band dissolved, Arno and I kind of got together and said, well, you know, we both have similar interests musically and we both had a strong like blues bent that we wanted to kind of inject into metal music. And so we're making this like blues metal music now that's um, very weird, I guess, (laughs) but um, we think it's very fun. And so we've been (laughs) doing, we've known each other, I guess, for almost 10 years now.
2: Wow. Okay. So when you play out live though, are there is there drums and bass?
3: Not this time round. Not this time round. Um the band that we're touring with, um, they had two bonks on their tour bus. And they said, can you do it with two? And I said, We sure can. So it is me and him and the laptop. And we're just making it happen.
2: Oh, wow. That is cool. So the laptop's got the the percussion part.
3: Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't get lippy.
2: <laughs> man i i hear that i was in a band myself and oh shoot both the drummers and the guitars can be lippy at, at some point
3: oh for sure they all can they all can i mean that's that's yeah. the anytime you're dealing with personalities you know it's hard to keep a band together these days and it's expensive to keep a band out on the road so Arno Absolutely. and I are a very interesting commodity right now, because you could really throw the two of us in a pinto and we can go off and tour.
1: So,
2: yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, so the tour starts soon, right?
3: Yeah. Tuesday, February 7th. Yep.
2: Tuesday. Thursday. All We're
3: right. Los Angeles. We're off. Here we go. <laughs> All
2: right. Your first show is in Los Angeles. Yep. Okay. Okay, so cool. So cool. And you'll be, yeah. And refresh my memory again. You'll be in Detroit on the
1: 18th?
3: I believe the 16th. Let me double check. 16th, sorry. I'm pretty sure. Yep, the 16th. We'll be at the sanctuary.
2: At the sanctuary. That's a great place. Have you played there before?
3: I have not, so I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. It's a cool, cool venue. Nice. You'll love it. Yeah. I got a lot of listeners in Detroit, so check her out. 16.
3: Yeah. Come say hi. Tell me that, you know, you heard us on, on Sam's podcast.
2: Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Um, well, not only are you a singer, songwriter, all that good stuff, but you wrote two novels and two books of poetry, too, and articles.
1: Uh,
3: yeah, I've written a lot of stuff. I I do a lot of writing. That's kind of my my other thing that I do. Um, I've written, let's see, one. Yeah, I, well, I wrote um even Solomon, which is a novel, and then A Pook is Born, which I co-wrote with um, my grammar friend, and then two books of poetry. And I've written a lot of poetry because I was publishing for a while as a regular contributor to a few magazines. Um, and I've written for Guitar Girl magazine and for a few different outlets because you know I just like I like to throw the words around. <laughs> wow. I love writing, so good stuff. That's
2: so great. Yeah. Are they like on Amazon or yeah, Where you can, can get my
3: them? Books on You can totally find them there. Um All right. and if you Google, like uh, yeah, I'm 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 embarrassingly all over Google, so yeah, it's, it's
2: obnoxious. <laughs> all over Google.
3: You, know, you got if you Google VK Lin, I'm the only one because it's a weird name yeah. to start with.
2: <laughs> right. Well, hey, that's that's original and that works.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Sorry about the barking dog. There, I knew every podcast. She's got a bark.
3: What kind of dog? Tell me what kind of dog.
2: Um, She's an Australian Shepherd and Boxer mix.
3: Oh, my gosh. I bet she's gorgeous.
2: She's She is beautiful. She is very beautiful. I, people say it all the time. What a beautiful dog. Yeah. But she's also a pain in the butt.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, that's what they do.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. So google amazon check out those books yeah all right so i also like to let my listeners you know because i'm sure there's some aspiring not only writers but singers out there as well um, and we had talked about just hanging in there you know and, and keeping keeping the faith
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Uh, So, yeah, tell us more about that.
3: It's well, it's interesting. I mean, one of the reasons that um, Eve's apple resonated with us so much is there's a lot of, a lot of feeling in creative communities that you're in competition with your fellow creatives and you're really not, you're really not. Um, The people who are going to keep you going, are your fellow artists. Those are the people that are going to help you when you're feeling really like the end of your rope. Those are the people that are going to be there to celebrate you when you're climbing the rope. And um, Mm -hmm. especially women, women are often, they try to pit us against each other. And um, there's a myriad Mm -hmm. of reasons for that. But when Eve's Apple started, its main intent was to, to bond women together and to give them, friends who are in the same position as them and let them see that we can work together and we can be there for each other. And um, Mm -hmm. it lasted for about three years. And then in the last two years, um, there's a woman named Shira Yevon in LA, and she started uh, an organization called Gritty and Pink. And Gritty and Pink is, interestingly, without ever knowing anything about Eve's apple, taking up that torch. Um, it's female musicians and female producers. It's not just you know the musicians who are making these. It's like the producers, it's the photographers, the videographers. It's every every female who's in the music or entertainment industry, and there's a place for them in and Pink, where they can work together with each other. They can you know network. They can encourage each other, and it's been a real blessing. And one of the things that I try, I'm I am probably the oldest woman in Gritty and Pink right now. They call me Grandma Gritty. <laughs> and,
1: um, <laughs> one of
3: in in the younger girls is that it's a journey. It is a journey. I know that we have this, this fantasy, especially here in America, that, you know, you come to California and they're handing out record deals and movie contracts at the border and you just sign them and then you become famous, everything. It is not like that. It is not like that. And mm. It really is about the trip and about the people that you meet along the way. Um, here, I'm going on a north tour now, but this has not been um, a short process to get here. And so I tell the girls, I'm like, look, the grandma just hung in there the longest, guys. She just hung in there the longest. <laughs> and um,
1: like,
3: you can too. That's the thing, You you can too. Never, Mm -hmm. never take advice from somebody else if it doesn't ring true to you. Like if someone tells you, oh, we have to do it this way. No, no, no. There's one thing I've learned from being in Hollywood a really long time is that there's no one way to do anything. There's a million ways to do things and you've got to stick to what works for you because if you try to live someone else's life, you're going to be really, really unhappy and you're not going to achieve the same results. You're just going to fall flat. So I told the girls, I'm going to go out and learn everything I can about touring and about this thing so I can come back and tell them because what I try to do is, is take some of the obstacles out of their way because there are things that I wish someone had told me when I was 21. Um, some things that people, I wish, had, I wish had had someone like me, to be honest, um, an older woman who could say, hey, honey, watch out for this or don't do that or here's a good idea about this. Or, you know, It's, it's amazing what just a little bit of help from someone who's a little further down the road can do so mm-hmm. I just think we've got to nurture each other. We really have to nurture each other. And so if you're young and you're going in, I would say find someone who's where you want to be and, and make friends with them, ask them questions. There's this sweet young girl out here. She, As soon as she met me, she was like, let's go get coffee. I want to pick your brain for everything. I was like, holy crap. And she was <laughs> from another country and she had heard about me years before she'd even come here, which astonished me to be honest. But she knew of my symphonic metal work with Vita Nova back in 2013, and she'd been listening to me sing since she was a little girl, which of course made me want to just throw my walker into the air. Um, but she, she was so excited, and I thought, see, this is, this is great. Like, Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to go up to someone and say, hey, I, I'm not 100% sure what I'm doing. We make kids afraid right now to, to ask questions. We expect them to know everything. And, and if they fail, oh my gosh, then we act like, well, now your life's over. No, it's not. You've got to take risks. You've got to take risks and you've got to fail. That's how you're going to get things going. So I would say, don't, don't, let, don't let the bastards grind you down. Isn't that what they say? on? Um, in, <laughs> yeah, don't let them grind you down. It's, yeah. it's a hard life. But there are there are lifelines out there if you can find them. And it's it's rewarding. It's well worth doing. The creative life is is never gonna be boring. It will never be boring. And you just have to find your people along the way.
2: Yeah, that's good stuff. That is great advice and good stuff. Yeah. And I hear you. I mean, the creative life. Oh gosh, so much better than the, than the alternative. You know, yeah. especially if you can make a living at it and and do well at it, yeah. like you are.
3: Well, yeah. making a living is very generous of you.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. Now I have screaming girls.
1: Oh wow! In the background.
2: How My old? Goodness. Teenage, oh, like fifteen. Wow. You know.
3: I was picturing like, you know, little ones, but no, you got full on, full on, you know, young ladies. Back yeah. There.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But they still act like they're eight. Oh, that's crazy.
3: Let them act yeah. like kids while they can.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, cool. I, that was, that was great stuff. Thank you for all that. And a um, lot of words of wisdom there. Thank you. So, yeah. So now let's play a game. All right, hit me. All right, so we, you gave me eight of your favorite musicians. Yes. Some are just musicians, and some, most of them are groups. And we're going to kind of pit them up against each other and see, <laughs> like, who's your favorite. Oh,
3: gosh. Gonna be, <laughs> this is going to be a
2: terrible. I, <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's going to be tough, especially as it gets closer. But, hey, let's give it a whirl all right all right so the first pair we got are two completely different bands but i love them both
1: indigo girls against extreme
3: <laughs> so if i had to pick one yeah okay if i had to pick one indigo girls
1: yeah i love them
3: i do too love i know so every- much i've ever written and it's just
1: yeah
3: lyrically yeah. nobody can
1: no no have you seen them live
3: i have three times Have you? them <laughs> ten. <laughs> you're Ten. what i would see them again a hundred times a hundred times yeah cool.
2: I know. i've only seen them i only seen them once and that was amazing I wish they were still together. Or are
1: they still they together? Are. They're not together. They are? Absolutely. Stop.
3: Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: M- making albums?
3: Yeah. They, oh, they've been making it. Oh, oh, my sweet summer child. You need to go on the, the Apple <laughs> Music and listen to some of the new stuff. I'm telling you, Like, if you listen to the most recent one, there's a song on there. If you are a big fan of, of lyrical stuff, there's a song called Country Radio. And it will rip your heart out and smash it against your face. What? So good. do it
2: as soon as we are done.
3: Yes. I took it to my husband right after the record came out and I said, shut your mouth and listen to this. And he said, okay. And he listened to it. And he was like literally crying after that. He's like, why did you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Wow. That is great
1: news. Yes. And
3: they were just at Sundance. because they've made a documentary about their lives called um, it's only life after all. And I can't wait to see it. Oh my gosh.
2: It's not out yet.
3: Not out yet, but it was just at Sundance and I'm so stoked. So stoked! Oh my gosh. Yes.
2: I can't wait either. Yay. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. So the next one is night wish against the uh, black
3: crows? Ooh, that's a tricksy one, um, but I'm gonna go Nightwish.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: I'm gonna go All Nightwish. Right. Um, the first time I heard them, I knew I was hearing something completely different from anything I had heard before. And I didn't even know what yeah. it was. I had never heard symphonic metal before. They were my first introduction into symphonic metal. And the idea that you could combine these elements just blew my, it, it yeah. blew my mind.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are definitely a creative band for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we got two ladies, um, Melissa Etheridge and Beth Hart.
1: I
3: knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say
1: that. But
3: that was <laughs> really hard. That one is really hard, only because um I've met both of them. And really yeah yeah um that's actually um back in 2008 i made a blues record um with um beth's producer actually and Mm. she i we ran into each other strangely in a target parking lot that's that's something can only happen in los angeles i swear (laughs) Um, and i started talking to her and I told her that I was covering one of her songs and she said, Well, can I come out and hear it? I said, Yeah, yeah, you can come out here. I said, I'm actually playing at the Mint Wednesday night. So she came. She came to the show and we played the song and we had a great time. And she hung out afterwards and you know, gave me lots of good tips and advice and whatnot. And from that point on, then like she let me open for her twice. And um like she's been really wicked cool, like and So she's got a real special place in my heart because I feel like she's a very generous artist, you know?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, And there's Melissa. And Melissa, I mean, I picked up a guitar because of Melissa. You know, like, when I I saw her freaking storytellers, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. I saw her VH1 storytellers. And I was like, this is it. This is it. This is what I want to do. This
1: is what I do in my life.
3: And so... (laughs) She recently has come on board as an advisor for Gritty and Pink, the organization that I'm part of now. So she's a strategic advisor for Gritty and Pink. And so she met uh, me and Shira, the woman who founded it. Um, she was playing up at Chumash, um Casino. And we went up and we got to meet her beforehand. And I got to talk to her. And I'm telling you, I was, I was just gobs. I was like a child. I was literally like a child. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I tried
3: not to cry. I didn't cry, but when we walked, I was like, oh my god. She's so amazing. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's really hard. I mean, oh gosh. It's really hard. Yeah. I, I don't think I could I don't think I could pick.
2: Oh my. Really?
3: Oh, you're gonna make me pick? Oh I, come on.
2: I, I, I okay? am I gotta make you pick, yeah. I know.
3: But I have to pick. I'm gonna go Melissa. Gosh, do okay. I love you, Beth.
2: Sorry, Beth, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if she was a reason why you picked up the guitar, I mean, that's that's a big deal.
1: It
3: is. And and a lot of yeah. a lot of my singing is 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 influenced by Melissa.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. She is awesome. All right. So the last two are Queen's Reich and Beatles.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, now that's an easy one. I'm going to go Beatles. Sorry, Jeff Tate, um, but okay. yeah, yeah, Beatles are Beatles are like the the ground the ground upon which all is built. You know, um, right? Yeah. My mom was a yep. gigantic Beatles fan, and um, so I was listening to Beatles in the womb. So yeah you? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. I was, you know, like I mean, I was I was raised on Norwegian Wood and everything else. So it's yeah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I, I know all the yeah. Beatles movies, like, like to the point where I could probably do like quote a Hard Day's Night for you from beginning to end. I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, I'm I'm a gigantic John Lennon man, and I will fight anybody <laughs> about about the John versus Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> no.
2: yeah, I hear you. They're oh. huge. They're huge. All right, so now we got the final four gosh yeah so we got indigo girls against melissa Etheridge.
3: oh you are just mean, You're just mean <laughs> now. Uh,
1: hey sorry i'm gonna
3: have indigo girls you have to say indigo girls okay yeah. All right. i mean it's really, like when i'm when i'm stressed out and i'm a high stress person the only thing that soothes me is really the Indigo Girls. I can put them on and I feel like, okay, these these people get me. I'm not alone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I love them. Um, all
2: right. So then we got Nightwish against the Beatles.
3: Oh, that one's rough too. Because um, for different <laughs> reasons. reasons but sure. You, you just, I can't. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, John is John is John I'm gonna have to go Beatles yeah I have to go Beatles yeah.
2: yeah yeah yeah
3: I mean I know people yeah, I people get really like you know oh the Beatles I'm so sick of the Beatles of course you're sick of the Beatles because they've just been around so long that you've heard tons and tons of them but remember folks remember if you're listening if you're listening children grandma has something <laughs> to think about that <laughs> you heard the Beatles the first time you heard that one Beatles song that hit you in the face and you were like, what the heck is this? That yeah is the power of the That is why you can put Rubber Soul on right now. Listen to it from beginning to end and go on such a journey and feel like, okay, yeah, I've just, yeah, all right. And then, then you'll yeah. stop Stop talking.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Sergeant Pepper was that album
1: for me.
3: Ah, oh, it's a good one too. Yeah. They're all
1: they're all good. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. All
2: right, so here's a finale: Indigo Girls against the Beatles.
1: That is what? a.
3: That's just brutality. do know.
1: I know. I know.
3: But I'm going to go. I into terrible. I know that it's terrible, but I'm it's, it's not terrible. I know it's, it's surprising, but I'm going to go into Go Girls. Wow. Yeah.
2: Being the biggest band of all time
3: they they just they're something about them speaks to a place in me that no other band does no other artist it there's something very unique and very special and it's it's weird i guess because it's but yeah they're just i'm just in tune with them in a, in a different way than yeah. any other band yeah words are really you. important Like, lyrics are super important to me. And um, all the, I mean, their songs are mostly I mean, they're just poetry. They're poetry that is sung. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So for me, that's that's what's really important. And I know there's people who would disagree that they feel like the lyrics aren't that important. I can't tell you how many guitar players have told me, nobody cares about the lyrics, man. (laughs) (laughs) But I always tell them, hey, nobody's singing your guitar solo in the shower, bro. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, they're not, they're well, it's not the lyrics, thing though. that
3: makes them cry like when they break up with someone, they don't you know come home and listen to your guitar solo I mean they come home and they listen right. to someone's words that that connect with them and give them hope and make them feel better or or feel worse, so they can just feel sad for a while that's that's right. human
1: interaction, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they' were, um harmonization
3: I mean oh
2: the harmonies
3: the harmonies I love harmony so hard I love harmony so much it's ridiculous and um, I've learned so much about harmony from them and it's really interesting because I think they were they might have instilled the beginning I love to sing with other people like I not like in a group like choral singing because that drives me crazy I don't know why but when it's two of us and we can harmonize together all day all day. And um, yeah,
1: that's
3: why the Vita Nova project. Um, it was a record that I wrote all the songs, but then on every single song, I had another female singer sing with me so that mm. I would have that fun experience of what we're singing together. So I just reached out to like women across like the globe that I was like, I would really love to sing with this woman. Let's see if she'll say yes. And they also- I said, it was like, awesome. And um, it was just so much fun. I, that on this tour, one of the things that I'm doing is they all the local openers. I'm going through them, and if they have a female singer, I reach out and I say, "Hey, would you like to come up and sing the last song with us?" Because I just feel like that would be rad. <laughs> like oh, I, I, I mean, I want to meet new <clears throat> new women, feel you know that are new to me at least. Um, I want to sing with them, and also I feel like sometimes we forget about like. The local opener is that it's almost like they're treated like they're not part of the the, the tour, you know? And they are. Right. They're part of the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I feel like that it has to start somewhere, the inclusion. And I feel like you gotta do that. And you know, we are by no means the bit like a huge band yet, but I feel like well, why why wait until you're a huge band to, to do something? So do it now. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're really excited because i've got a bunch of great girls already on board to to sing in different cities and i'm still digging i'm still digging because <laughs> <Still digging. laughs> i <I'm basically, laughs> haven't announced yet and i keep looking going where's the local opener where's the local opener um
1: right
3: yeah i was i reached out to another one today i was like hey girl you want to come sing with me because it'd be, fun. Said, it'd be wow. so much
1: fun
2: yeah so you send you send them that song
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I send them the song and I send them the lyric sheet and I say, you know, there's some harmony in there, but like, if you want to just make some up that you like, or if you hear something, hit it, girl, let's, let's do it. Let's just knock it out. So it's, it's a fun song to sing. It's a big song and it's our last song. And I said to, I said to Arno, I said, I want to get some of these girls. And I told him my idea and he's like, yeah, do it. All right, let's do it.
2: (laughs) That's so cool. That is so cool.
3: I know, that's why I was disappointed that Aziza couldn't make it. I was like, oh, that'd be so cool to have you come sick with me.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, but she's a crazy, busy lady. She's got a lot going
2: on. She's got a lot going on. Yeah. And good for her. Yes. Well cool. Yeah. Well, then, my last question to you, VK, is um, I ask everybody, um, how do you plan on
1: Affecting the world positively with your 18 million
2: creative abilities, (laughs)
1: like (laughs) Um,
2: what kind of positive things you you planning on doing?
3: Well, here's the thing. I think with the the abilities themselves, you can't really plan what they're gonna do. The songs are gonna go out there and do what they do. And you hope that they make an impact. we always say that um, my, our songs are like, you know, hopeful sadness, because I I usually write songs that are kind of serious. I'm a serious person in a weird way. And then Arno likes to really throw a happy spin on it. So when you put those things together, you get hope. And I feel like that's what people really need. So yeah. if we keep doing that, then I think that can affect some change, especially in the world right now. I, it's a, I feel like it's a very sad time in history. And Everyone's hurting, everyone's hurting and everyone's angry. There's so much anger. And um, I think we all, but as far as what I do, aside from what I do with my actual, like, you know, artistic endeavors is I wanna be someone within the community that people wanna work with. Someone that people feel like they can turn to and ask a question or somebody that people feel like, hey, you know, VK is not going to make fun of me for this, or she's not going to judge me, or she's cool about this, because we've got enough people who are angry and judgmental, and I, I just don't want any part of it. When I was young, I was all full of fire and vinegar, and um, you know, ready to tackle the world, and I just no, no, I realized It, it the world's hurting so bad, you tackling it just makes it hurt more, and it really yeah. took a long time to reach that point of realizing oh wait like most people aren't trying to upset you and right. I think a lot of the tension right now in, in this country and in the world is everyone's very quick to be upset and they feel like this person is trying to do this and sometimes they are sometimes they're not so you have to ask yourself what's their intention and intention right. is important so i try to really do that because i mean sure people in the business will get on your nerves because there is still that competition mentality, and mm-hmm. they will do things or say things that make you go, "What?" So bad. And then you stop and say, "Wait, what's their intention?" And nine times yeah. out of ten when I do that, I realize it was never to, to do something to wrong me. Their intention was good. They just went about it in a ham-fisted way. But sometimes I think that just comes from years. I mean, you're you know you know, you're an adult, I mean it comes from years of experience and so i think too we have to be patient we have to be patient you know with some of the yeah. the young kids coming up because they're trying to learn how to do this but they're living in a world of social media that is so mean and so hateful and so horrible i mean every mm-hmm. time i go on facebook i want to jump out a window i'm like my gosh i just logged on to make sure you all hate each other again I'm, okay everyone hates each other <laughs> as you and i'm like i just i want to i want to be a, a place where that's not, that's not the norm. I want to be a place where it's like, hey, come over. Like, like, like I said, grandma Gritty, I I make sure the girls have a sweater. (laughs) Like if you're going out tonight, here's a sweater. Did you eat dinner? (laughs) Who wants cookies? (laughs) um, Because I think we all need a little love. You know, we just all need a little love. And sometimes that can make the difference between a good day and a bad day and someone giving up and somebody
1: sticking with it. So that's what I try to do. Love it, love it, yes, love it all.
2: Oh. So true. Well, cool, VK. This has been a pleasure.
3: Likewise, likewise.
2: You, you are so awesome, man. Oh. I am now a new fan.
3: Oh, that's great. Well, I hope yeah. you can make it out to the show. I don't know how far. I, I my geography is abysmal, so I don't know how <clears> far away you are going
2: to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. Two and a half hours from Detroit.
3: Oh, okay.
2: So, but it's not. Yeah, it's kind of far, but it's not too bad. I mean, I'm from Detroit, so you know, I got I got people to see as well. So, yeah, I'm gonna really try to make it.
3: Nice. That would be awesome. And please come say hi. Like, if you if you do come, come say. You know, like let's chat because I always like to meet people in person after I meet them like online because it's it's always well yeah
2: yeah. For sure. I definitely will. (laughs) If I make it, I definitely will jump up there on stage and, you know, take off my shirt and, you know, (laughs) crowd surf. Act like a crazy guy.
1: Crowd surf. Yeah,
2: do something. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Well, thank you again. Absolutely. I really appreciate you being a guest. And I wish you all the success.
3: Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, this has been the Creativatorium with D.K. Lynn. I really appreciate it. Thank you one last time.
1: And as I like to always end the show, all the world's a stage. Hello, Anika. Here again, I'd like to tell you about some voiceover coaching classes with Sam. It's a lot of fun. We play lots of games and activities all based around vocal techniques. We meet once a week, but Sam could work around your schedule. We practice and record with his studio microphone, so one day you can be a famous voiceover star. For more information, visit samber.productions, that's S-A-M-B-E-R.productions or contact Sam Prince at 616-308-0067. You don't have to be a kid like me either. His coaching sessions are for all ages. Looking forward to hearing your voice soon.